This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the March 23rd, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on quick hitters. The Manhattan grand jury considering indicting Trump unexpectedly had yesterday off and will meet today, which is not a day they typically meet. I wonder if facts are interfering with the narrative. On the federal level, an appeals court refused to stay in order by a judge that Trump's lawyer had to testify in the classified document case to a federal grand jury. This is the case that can get Trump in trouble, particularly someone as bombastic as Trump. Scares me to think what he said to his lawyer in private. That is different than what Trump did, but it likely won't look good. And what he did was not good either. More and more evidence are coming out that Joe Biden knew of Hunter Biden's business dealings and that he participated and likely profited from them. At least one example while Biden was vice president. All while Joe denied any knowledge. As I write this, I think that is bad for Joe. Then I remembered there is a lot he no longer has knowledge of, so he may have an ironclad defense. Fox News has an article on the results of Austin, Texas defunding the police. The story suggests that it took two and a half hours for the police to respond to a head-on car crash. One of the drivers was suspected of being intoxicated, but allegedly the two and a half hours allowed him to sober up. Throughout most of my lifetime, the communist countries China and Russia have been at odds, not partners. In the last two years, that has changed. Xi and Putin recently affirmed their friendship and their country's strategic partnership. Not good. Joe, this is not build back better. This is oops. I got sucked into clicking through a list of old movies that could not be made now. For example, the movie I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. One movie brought back memories. Porky's. That would be a fun party. A bunch of folks in their 60s drinking beer and watching a movie my kids would shame me for watching. But I'm not dead yet. Russian soldiers complain that they are not being paid. It's not like the ones in Ukraine will live to be able to spend the money. On April 1st, a parody of Prince Harry's men memoir, Spare, will be released with the title, Spare Us. I might buy that book. Denmark is proposing a reduction in governmental expenditures due to inflation. Wow, what a thought. Prices are rising because too much money is chasing too few goods and a government takes actions. Not ours, but at least one government. A Bloomberg article says, quote, Europe is running out of doctors and nurses, WHO warns, end quote. I googled why and found for 10 years this has been a concern with fewer younger doctors coming on to take care of an aging population. I wonder if low pay is part of that. Low pay is probably necessary for the government to provide free health care. Might come to bite you in the ass though. Moving on. In World War II, around December of 1944, the Allies were hunkered in for the winter. Sure, some fighting was happening, but I don't think a lot. As most know, the Germans planned an all-out assault with early success, resulting in the offensive being known as the Battle of the Bulge. Some say this set the Allies back in defeating Germany. I've often wondered if the battle hurt Germany more, consuming a lot of troops and material, leaving Germany with little to continue the war. 
That thought came to mind as I read that Ukraine is preparing for a counteroffensive in the battle for Bakhmut. And maybe not a head-on battle, but a bit of an encirclement, we will see. Louisiana has okayed a $9.4 billion plastics plant and a $400 million grain terminal. In the same general area are seven other plants. Since we want jobs, you would think this is a good thing. But the linked article by James Varney, titled Biden's EPA is Lowering the Environmental Justice Boom on Louisiana's Disputed Cancer Alley, suggests the federal government wants to put a stop to this. I think the Fed's reasoning goes like this. The area has a higher percentage of blacks. Any increased health hazards would then be borne disproportionately by blacks so the EPA can bring in the Civil Rights Act. And if the state fails to cancel the plants, the feds can deny federal funding in other ways. I assume the fed has to go that route because the state followed environmental rules and laws in approving the new plants. I like to give the benefit of the doubt to folks, so I thought maybe there has been a history of poor environmental law compliance, or possibly evidence of elevated cancer rates in this area. Nope. Quote, For decades, activists have alleged that the petrochemical industry is responsible for cancer in the local population, especially minorities. In 1997, however, the Journal of Louisiana Medical Society found almost no evidence that the incidence of cancer was higher in the river parishes than in the rest of the United States, end quote. But that quote does say almost no evidence. From the article... Quote, to the extent that health issues are a factor in river parishes, they are caused by other factors, not environmental factors, uh, not environmental racism, according to several EPA critics. Poverty, smoking, obesity, and other factors are likely culprits of health problems among the river parishes, not the chlorophene, according to them. End quote. My take on all this. If you have an environmental concern, then tackle the environmental concern head on. No need to bring the Civil Rights Act into this. I also think it is bullshit that the government is trying to be a bully. I would like to say informing my views, though some may say biasing my views, is my own personal experience. In the 80s, leading newspapers carried stories of a study that showed increased death rates in areas that had paper mills. I come from a papermaking family and was working at a rural southern paper mill. Paper mills were often cited in economically depressed areas that often did not have hospitals. The specific area that built the paper mill would grow in population and be more affluent and build hospitals. Adjacent to hospitals often were old folks' homes. The typical way to check out of an old folks' home is on a gurney after you died or going to the hospital where you died. Simply looking at a death rate painted a false narrative. God, I guess those have been around for a while. Not only would folks from near the paper mills die in the older folks home, old folks' home and in the hospital, but folks from the surrounding areas that did not have those facilities. So, of course, there was a higher death rate. I'm assuming the hospitals improved the life expectancy of the local population, but a study in our leading newspapers couldn't quite figure that out. Just like Fauci probably still say, says masks work, and even if you're a triple vax, you should double mask. 
Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.